Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. I'm your host, John June. And we're back because I got my guy, Greg Penniman. Greg, we're not challenged by any uh, technical difficulties today, so we're back together again. How's it feel? It's feeling good. I mean, you know, off a, a pretty solid week for me, I'm, you know, doing doing really well. Five and two in the leagues, uh, you know, definitely could have used the win in one of the leagues. But in the League of Extraordinary People, first place, going through, you know, a lot of these uh Getting ready for the playoffs, man. We got we got what three three regular season weeks left, or four regular well, four regular season weeks left. 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, so crazy, man. Final stretch. We we got to get in the playoffs. Let's do this. Yeah, man. I mean, the league of extraordinary people is real tight. I mean, you're in first place. I'm in third. I'm two games behind you. But I was I made a trade with the. Player in eleventh place today. trade like fifteen ads in a row, something crazy like going on here. Commissioner compiles you know check that out over there. <laughs> hey man, you know I I I made the, I wanted to go pick up Latavius Murray. I made the realization that I was like, oh, Will Fuller would be a nice because I traded two receivers away in Cortland Sutton and Corey Davis. I was like, Will Fuller would be a nice uh, you know the you know the uh guy to add to my bench and we have injured reserve spots i had an extra spot available so i I dropped latavius murray picked up wolf fuller and then put him to my ir spot ir spot uh and picked up latavius murray again so uh and i might leave i might need latavius murray depending on see what happens with uh with elijah mitchell so we'll see i don't know but basically what i was saying was 11th place is two games behind me yeah no it's crazy how it's always like this, but like I feel like every time I see it, it's it's insane that yeah. you can win one game and jump four or five spots in our league. And it's a little unconventional in the league, extraordinary people, but we do it because it it actually feels like it makes it almost more competitive. But twelve team league, but we have eight playoff spots. Tough. It's absolutely crazy. It's a bloodbath trying like just trying to get into the playoffs because it's so competitive. Yeah. Teams one through twelve, and then you may think, oh well, you know that's not as competitive. But guess what? Those first and second place teams, they're playing in week one, <laughs> in week yeah. in round one of the playoffs, and losing in week one usually or week two. <laughs> like the one or two seed never wins in our league. Also, yeah, I mean we 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 gonna need some some awards for this for this one seed. I'm just saying, not because I'm the one seed, but because you know mm-hmm. it's hard being the one seed and not getting the buy. You gotta get something. <laughs> this is true. I mean, that's why you know, if, you know, if you play for if you play for uh for money, you know, you got something on the line. You know, maybe you get first place, get some, get some little some some, which we do have in all of you extraordinary people. So, don't worry, Greg. You you keep you hold on to it. You will be blessed. <laughs> um, but speaking of blessed, we gotta bless the people with this fantasy goodness. Uh, it's week eleven. Like you said, we got four weeks left. We have to get in here, man. We have to. Yes, sir. Uh, again, it doesn't matter what your record is. It doesn't matter what kind of team you have. Uh, all that matters is you got to go one and zero every week, uh, all the way through the fantasy playoffs into a chip. And uh, once you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. Um, so you you never know. So with that being said, obviously it's Wednesday night here for us, but. Uh, we are going to break down Thursday night football as the Atlanta Falcons take on the New England Patriots. 
but we also will give out our streams of the week here. And so, Greg, I will start with you. Who's your quarterback stream of the week? Yeah, I'm going to do a rare Thursday night quarterback stream of the week. I got to go with Mac Jones. You know, uh, he's going against Atlanta. He's 39% rostered, but, you know, if he's available, if you need a quarterback, I think he's a great ad for this week uh, going against Atlanta with an amazing matchup. We saw what Dak did to them last week. I don't want to go too in-depth about Mac Jones because I'm about to go in on him in, you know, the Thursday night podcast, the, you know, Thursday night section, but he's coming off probably his best game of his young career. So I think with the matchup and with the play, he's got his receivers rolling. Uh, you know, he's able to also put Stevenson and Bolden in some pass catching situations. So, yeah, I like Mac Jones in this situation. Yeah, man. You can't go wrong with Kraft's mac and cheese, man. So got to <laughs> <Next>. love that. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man, if you can't go, if you can't get Mac, I like – Mac backwards, which is Cam, Cam Newton, Ooh. <laughs> 36% rostered in Yahoo leagues going up against Washington. Cam is back last week in limited playing time, scored two touchdowns on two plays, obviously not expecting that level of performance every play or every week, but the matchup is nice here against Washington defense that we've targeted all year. And they just lost Chase Young on defense. I know they gave Tom Brady some trouble last week, but Cam's a different kind of quarterback, so he's a, he's a top streaming option for me this week, assuming he starts. Yeah, you got to love that. You, hopefully, yeah, he gets that start, and just glad he's back uh, to give Carolina maybe a late little wild card push. Definitely, man, definitely. Greg, who is your tight end stream of the week this week? It's crazy. I mean, honestly, either week I can go back and forth between Dan Arnold or Tyler Conklin. This week I'm going to just take Dan Arnold because, you know, uh, just <laughs> <laughs> he started. But just know Tyler Conklin is always the option. Um, he's 36% rostered. Um, both, you know, Dan Arnold has been a top 10 tight end for the last past four weeks, five weeks. Uh, PPR tight end uh 10 he should be rostered in the majority of leagues honestly season long um as you know he's going to continue to be targeted in this offense he I mean, he just got there uh speaking of that carolina push i mean you know cam does like to throw to the tight end position so yeah i, I like that Arnold in this situation uh greg you just got it twisted in your head a little bit oh man dan arnold is in jacksonville now oh, jacksonville yeah, yeah. Was trying That's to right. do, i know man. i know i got you i, know. Bro. I got you <laughs> No, but Dan Arnold, got to love it. We've been pounding the drum for him. You know, I, I know since the day that he was traded, I said, hey, Dan Arnold, Jacksonville, yeah, Trevor yeah. Lawrence, loves to target that tight end. Uh, so, yeah, we got to get that roster ship up for both these guys, Dan Arnold and Tyler Conklin. Uh, my tight end stream of the week, I did not want to go with the Conklin-Dan Arnold route because I feel like we've been just been doing it every I mean, week. they're just there. We, they need to be just rostered over 50%. Like, yeah, that's on the people, honestly. Yeah, facts. Really, I'm going to go with C.J. Uzoma, though, uh, Uzama, uh, going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. He's got four targets in each of his last two games, at least four targets each of his last two games. He's got three touchdowns in his last four games, and he gets a Las Vegas Raiders defense. That's allowing 19 PPR points, two opposing tight ends over their last three games. Obviously, he's attached to Joe Burrow, so we like that. This game has a decently high total, so we like that. Uh, C.J. Uzama, he's my tight end stream of the week. Yeah, I like that for sure. Greg, your defensive stream of the week. My defensive stream of the week, I'm going with Carolina. 
defense going against Washington uh, team that has been getting a lot of sacks. You know, they're one of the best teams against the rush. So, you know, they're not going to get too killed in that aspect. I mean, AG did come off a pretty solid game, but uh, I, I think they'll at the very least get to Tyler, Taylor Haneke, get to the quarterback um, and yeah, create some opportunities for their for their defense. Yeah, I, I like that one. They definitely crossed my mind for sure. Um, this one, I was actually like surprised that they, I was surprised that, that after I did some digging and I was surprised that they're still available, but it's Green Bay Packers, 35% in Yahoo leagues. They've been a pretty solid defense as of late. Actually, over the last five weeks, Greg, would you guess, would you want to guess where they rank as a defense? Mm, I'm going to go with four. They're actually third, but good guess. And that includes their last three games in which they played the likes of Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Kyler Murray. And they got Kyler mm-hmm. Murray for basically that whole game mm-hmm. up until the last play where he was injured. So, I, I you know, 35% rostered. They're, they're looking like a gem right now. The schedule is not overly great, but they got Minnesota this week. They got the Rams next week, and then they're on bye. Uh, but it's not scary after that. So I definitely like them as potentially even a rest of season defense. Yeah, and they're doing this, especially you say rest of season. This is they're doing this without Jay Alexander, that probably exactly. their best defensive player. So they're gonna get him back and just be even better. Hundred percent. Um, Greg, let's move on to the game, man. And we've got the six and four New England Patriots headed to Atlanta. To take on the four and five Atlanta Falcons, this game has a 47 point total. The New England Patriots are six and a half point favorites here. In terms of the game, there's or in terms of the weather injuries, there's no weather concerns. This game is in a dome, so mm-hmm. hooray there. Uh, in terms of injuries, uh, Cordell Patterson, running back, wide receiver, Mister Everything for the Atlanta Falcons. He's dealing with an ankle sprain, uh, questionable. He basically missed the entire second half of the game against Dallas. And uh, is he got a limited practice in. At first, it was kind of iffy of, of whether he was going to play or not. It seemed unlikely. But then he got in the limited practice. So that's like somewhat good news. I'd be surprised if they let him play in this one, though. You, you could sit him out get 10 days rest here uh, with the, you know, with the mini bye week playing on Thursday night. And plus you're playing on a short week. So, uh, I mean, we'll see, uh, you know, he's a game time decision, so we'll see what happens, but I definitely, it would be tough to trust him. Uh, Hayden Hurst, he's out with an ankle. Uh, Darren Bates, linebacker, he's out with the groin. Cornerback uh, Kendall Sheffield, he's out. Uh, uh, center Josh Andrews, he's out with COVID. Uh, he's on the COVID IR. And then on the New England side, Josh Uche, edge rusher, he's on. Uh, he was put on IR with an ankle injury. And then John Smith's dealing with a shoulder injury that he's questionable with now, but it kept him out of the game last week against the Cleveland Browns. So we'll have to see how that affects him going forward, or you know, especially as we look ahead to this game here. But Greg. Where are you at with this matchup? You know, uh, what's the fantasy matchup looking like, and who do you have to cover this spread here? Uh, I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna take uh, New England to cover. Uh, I'm gonna take New England to win. Um, on New England side, 
Uh, again, Mac Jones, my stream of the week. He's definitely in that streaming conversation, coming off his best week, uh, arguably in his young career again. Uh, season high completion percentage at 82.6%. Two of the last four weeks, he's been in QB, top 10 QB, so he has a, a favorable upside uh, and good matchups. Atlanta is one of the best matchups you'll get. Um, see, you saw what that did to them, basically got all his production in that first couple quarters. Um, so I do like Mac Jones in this matchup. The running back rules are, are the same. Um, you know, Damian Harris off the injury report, so he's starting. I think he, there's no reason why he wouldn't get the same usage he was getting before, 15 to, to 20 carries. He's he's a high in RB2 for me um, with some RB1 upside if, you, you know, getting multiple touchdowns. Uh, Harris is, you know, not going to be banged up. He's off the injury report. So Stevenson, I think he's earned himself some carries, but, you know, 10 at most, uh, if anything. Um, this a New England team still likes to run the ball. And Brandon Bolden's that, you know, James White role, PPR, RB3, RB4 range. Um, let's see how, you know, how Harris and Stevenson are together healthy if Stevenson can get some work. Obviously, if I like Mac Jones, I do like their receivers, Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers. I see both his wives. I like how you just changed his name to Mike Jones. I, I'm with it, though. Oh, Matt, oh yeah, Mike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. Shout out to Jacoby Myers getting that first touchdown. Wide receiver threes, I think, for them. Um, one of them, I think, has a wide receiver two upside. Um, just, I think you can see Jacoby Myers maybe start scoring touchdowns now, so that'd be nice to see. Uh, and Hunter Henry, he's been feasting in the end zone as well. Uh, definitely, with John o. Smith still being a little banged up, I, w- I would start him up. Uh, on Atlanta side, back to fading Matt, Matt Ryan. I'm not, not with it. Definitely not in, in this matchup in, in general. Um, he's definitely, you know, coming back to being that QB bust of the year, especially if there's no Cordell Patterson. If there's no Cordell Patterson, I can't trust this offense as a, a lot except Kyle Pitts. And we already know Belichick's going to – if there's no Cordell, it's like all the focus is going to be on taking away Kyle Pitts. Uh, you're forced – I think I'm not going to bench Kyle Pitts, but just know that uh, it could be a – it could be a big thing. I think if I really, if I got a really good matchup, that's the only reason. But I'm not sitting the talent of Kyle Pitts. Dan Arnold or Kyle Pitts? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, the, uh, that's tough. I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take Dan Arnold. It's just because Dan, you know what if, you're if, if, Yeah, just, yeah, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a low entitlement performance. I'm going to get like 8 to 12 fantasy points, and I, I'll take that. Yeah. I just want a safe floor. Like, I don't want a, I don't want a, a low under five-point day. Like what Hawk did to us last week. Oof. Oh, one target. Bro, <laughs> don't even get me started. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so for me here, I'm going to take – I'm sorry, I don't even know what you took with the game. Oh, the over New England to cover and New England to win. Yeah. I'm going to take the under New England to cover New England to win. Now I kind of feel stupid taking the under because I feel like I should take the over. Looking at, like, Atlanta giving up 43 last week and, like, Cleveland or the Patriots scoring 45 this week, you're like, oh, wow. I'm still going to take the under here, though. Yeah. Uh, New England against this to cover the spread here, New England to win this game. Um I just think, yeah, New England's going to be the better team here. I mean, you, you know, they're just going to come out. They they know what New, uh, what Atlanta wants to do. Uh, they're going to stop them from doing it. Yep. Uh, no Cordero Patterson definitely hurts. 
uh, in terms of the, you know, the on the New England side, they're going to be able to, um, you know, pass the ball against this weak Atlanta defense. Uh, and they're going to find a way to physically impose their will in the run game. So uh, on the Atlanta side, I totally agree with your assessment. Uh, Kyle Pitts, it, it, like I'm only putting him in my lineup because like when I since week four, I have not moved Kyle Pitts out right. of it. So right. as you should, <laughs> he's the tight end five on the year. He's still he's doing what he has to do. Like he's been everything and more. So I'm not going to look to do anything crazy there, but. Yeah, I mean, if Dan Arnold is there, and let's put it this way. If your matchup is really tight and you're like, yo, I need, like, I, I can't get a zero from my tight end here. I can't get single digits <laughs> from my tight end. Then, yeah, we'll go make that move to Dan Arnold. Uh, but if Cordell's playing, though, I'm with playing Kyle Pitts. I need Cordell to also play. Yeah, that would, that yeah. would definitely help. Um, yeah. I mean, if Cordero plays, though, I don't even, like, what if it's one of those where he's active? Like, uh, he, <laughs> like <laughs> yo, this is his career year. You know, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to miss a game, man. He's gonna try to play. But you're gonna <laughs> like you're gonna play to like then miss like two games or like be ineffective. Just like take the time. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I'm probably gonna sit. I'm probably gonna to shy away from him unless I absolutely need him. Which in some cases I definitely do. So uh, <laughs> Wayne Gallman though is definitely a consideration for me. I mean, 62 percent of the running back rush share last week uh, had 15 carries that led the team. Uh, I think he's you know definitely in play to get some to get some work here against a New England run defense that's not all that great. They're 27th in in rush EPA on early downs uh, over these last three weeks, 23rd on the year. Uh, so they're they're. You know, there could be some, you know, we saw Deanna Johnson run for almost 100 yards last week. Uh, you know, I think there's some opportunities here for Wayne Gallman if, if he can get the work, which, you know, if Patterson's out, I think he will. Uh, on the New England side, Mac Jones, your quarterback stream of the week. You know, I definitely like him. And, and he's definitely got that upside that you look for. Uh, the only thing is New England, you know, throws the ball 40 or they throw the ball 40 percent of the time over the last three weeks in neutral game script. If this game gets out of hand. Don't know how many total attempts he'll have. Um, you know, not expecting much from Matt Ryan. I'm with you. I'm, I'm staying away from him. So, um, you know, he's obviously they they're not afraid to let him throw the ball around the goal line. So he's always going to be an opportunity to score some touchdowns that way. But for some reason, man, I love Kendrick Bourne this week. Uh, he's okay. been he's been really good as of late. I think he can have a wide receiver, you know, a, you know, wide better than a wide receiver three weeks, slightly better. I got him closer to that wide receiver two range. But I think, you know, he could definitely, you know, he gets some work in the run game as well, gets to work as a receiver, uh, has almost a 20% target share in this offense. I definitely like it. Uh, Hunter Henry catches touchdowns all day, apparently. Um, so especially if John U. Smith's out, that's more opportunities for him. Uh, and then I like if you're Belichick, could you really send Stevenson back to the bench? Right. Yes, sir. Right back. Right back to the bench. But like, absolutely. That's, that's when he went from a good game to a healthy scratch one day. I think one. one yeah. That was. Uh, oh yeah. That was. So yeah. The yeah, week yeah. I think yeah, Damien got hurt with a chest injury. Stevenson came in, did well. Scratch next week. Yo, nope. Right back. <sighs> Damien Harris has been well. He's been really good this year, Damien Harris. So. He has, but yeah. 
I mean, Stevenson in his in his one game as a starter, you know, really looked good. better looked better than Harris had. I think all season. I mean, he's average he's five yards well. carry, catches the ball, so he yeah. brings versatility to the offense. And he's a big back. It's not like this is a small back. Like he's 250 pounds. Like this is a big back. So like I don't maybe in this type of game they could both eat. No, totally. Because um, yeah. I mean, like I said, they just they throw the ball 50, 40 percent of the time in neutral game script on early downs. That means they're throwing they're running the ball 60 percent of the time on those other in those other instances. So there's some opportunities here. I think they could both see, you know, 10 plus 15 plus carries in a given week, uh, depending on how the game script goes. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, six and a half point favors. You and I both picked them to cover. So this game script leads to both backs being, uh, you know, being playable here. Uh, I just, again, you know, if you if you tell me they both get the same amount of carries, Ramondre Stevens is probably going to end up with more yards. <laughs> I th- yeah, I think Ram- Ramondre has more upside because he can also has that pass catching ability. Uh, one of what they're going to do because Bowden is also involved every game too. So, mm-hmm. like, it's it's a very interesting situation. Oh yeah, I'm 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 gonna listen. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to you because you got yeah, all, of all three backs. <laughs> In the league of extraordinary people, so I'm going with Damian. Man. I'm start. I, I'm thinking about starting him, plugging him in, plug him in there. So, so if you had Ramondre Stevenson on your bench, you know, you so let's say you don't have Damian Harris. Like, is are you flexing him? Um, confidently. I think he's a. I think he gives you a the top. He's RB three, RB three week for me. Uh, top thirty week. Um. I think he can also. I think he scored. He can score a touchdown though. So, the potential of that could maybe give you a tiebreaker on some some flex decisions. And don't get me. I th- like. I feel like the Patriots are on some. They're on like a revenge tour right now. This has. This has like inklings of like post spy gate, post deflate gate where they post just Brady. Run, like the post Brady. Like yeah. this is Belichick saying like, oh, you don't think. That I I'm a good I'm the best coach in the NFL. <laughs> you don't think that I can turn this thing around without Tom Brady? Yes, sir. Yes. Like, yeah, I bro, agree. they've been putting up 40, 50 points almost every week now. I think this is a trend. This is something that they are d- deliberately trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> With that defense running the ball, like Mac Jones getting those like high efficient lines, like like a Jimmy G, just like three touchdowns with like 200 yards. Like he's doing really he has to do. Crazy. Yeah, so I, I could see this getting out of hand and both these running backs being viable very early. So with that being said, Greg, we, we've broken down the Thursday night game, uh, but we got to give out a uh, bold prediction. Oh, yeah, Mac, Mac, Mac Jones, yo, three touchdowns, three passing touchdowns, man. But he did that last week, Greg. I know, you know, back-to-back. Oh, it's not bold. I mean, yeah, I mean, that Is was he gonna first get time. 200 yards? Uh, three touchdowns and <laughs> over, over 200. 200 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I'm gonna go over 203 total touchdowns. Maybe he just like sneaks in, you know, that'd be a great, like, nice, uh, QB fake handoff. You know, Mac Jones, no one's gonna expect him to just run it in. <laughs> okay, um, I think for me, I'm gonna go with hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Ramondre Stevenson is the lead back for the New England Patriots. <laughs> like he has, he ends up having a higher 
running back finish. Higher running back rush share and finish. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. That's what's up. That's just my guess. That's oh, well, so it's my bold prediction. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, man. it helps. I just need any as long as it satis- like satisfies. You know, it satisfies me because I have all three of them. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for today. Make sure you are back with us tomorrow as we do part one, breaking down all the 1 p.m. games for Sunday. And make sure you're obviously back later in the week as we cover part two, break down all the remaining games and the starts of the week. So until next time, y'all, we'll catch y'all later. We're out of here. Peace. Yeah. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP, we got you covered all year long. 